This message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient Faith for Today's World. October 24th, 2021. Second Chronicles 26, 16 to 23. Did you hear about the latest publicity stunt with outer space? The world's second richest man sent a 90-year-old TV celebrity into outer space. That TV celebrity once starred in a series having to do with trekking in outer space as the final frontier. Well, when some people saw this, they joked that, okay, now we no longer need to concern ourselves with buying recyclable straws and conserving energy, since some people are spending 1,100 or 11,000 gallons of gas per second for a joyride to blast a celebrity into outer space. And I don't know what you think of that, but it's pretty clear they didn't think too highly of it. Perhaps they thought that this wealthy man was overstepping his bounds or had let his success and his wealth get to his head. Whether you agree or not, I think we all understand how fame, power, and wealth can all start to go to our head. And that can even be true for God's people. That's what we see this morning as we look at 2 Chronicles chapter 26. And there we see a man who was successful and who served the Lord, but let it all get to his head and his ambition turned from godly ambition to selfish pride. And so this morning we look at 2 Chronicles chapter 26 and we see just how we learn that our ambition should be godly ambition, not selfish pride. Uzziah was definitely a man who was blessed with great success and popularity, too. Uzziah was made king when he was only 16 years old, as the people all rallied behind him. And, don't get me wrong, Uzziah wasn't just popular. He was godly. It says Uzziah faithfully served the Lord. And as a godly king, his ambitions were to make sure the kingdom that he was serving would be secure. When his father had failed to secure the city and failed to secure the people, and they faced a humiliating military defeat, Uzziah resolved to never let that happen again. And so he built up a strong military for the people of Judah. And King Uzziah equipped his military with some of the latest technology and some of the greatest weapons. They tore down the walls of their enemies, of the, the Philistines and surrounding nations. They built up the walls of their city and their fortresses. And wealth grew as Uzziah's flocks and, and cattle spread throughout the land that was now protected and secure. And he dug extra wells for his cattle and built extra vineyards. Uzziah even positioned on the walls of Jerusalem and on its towers some of the latest technology for defense early versions of catapults and projectile launchers. And to add to all that, the scriptures record Uzziah's fame, his renown spread to all the surrounding nations. Twice, scripture mentions that. Uzziah's ambitions were great. His achievements were great. And Uzziah served the Lord. It was godly ambition. But that all changed. We see in Second Chronicles 26, But when he had grown powerful, the pride in his heart led to his destruction. 
So what did Uzziah do? He wasn't like the, the kings before him who turned aside from the Lord. He didn't invite worship of the idols of the gods around them. Uzziah didn't marry many wives and take on false gods from his wives. Uzziah didn't set up Baal worship or tear down the temple of the Lord. No, Uzziah was still serving the Lord. What did he do? It says, he entered the temple of the Lord. Now, maybe you might say, isn't that a, a good thing, that a godly, ambitious king would enter the temple of the Lord? But he entered to overstep his bounds, to offer incense on the altar, a job which was only assigned to the, the priest to do. But it says, in his pride of his heart, this would lead to his destruction. It was only maybe one small step for Uzziah to take, but it was a step taken in pride as he approached his God to take on a role that was not given to him as king. We see the priest under the leadership of the head priest, Amaziah, confront him. They said to him, this is Amaziah along with 80 other brave men. It is not right for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. That is for the priest, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary, because you have been unfaithful. This action will not result in any praise for you from the Lord God. Certainly we have seen how the human heart likes to grasp after power and obtain which is not given to it. And when someone has fame or power, they try to put more in their position, and selfish ambition takes hold. We definitely see this in the world around us. For example, there are many judges, lawmakers, and rulers of this world who take on an authority which is not given to them from God. Lawmakers will make laws that change God's design and his order of creation. Judges will overturn the justice of protecting human life. Who gave them such a right? Who told them that they could change God's laws? Certainly, it was never given to them to alter God's design for marriage, God's gift of human life and unborn life, and yet they overstepped their bounds. And who's going to confront them? When someone is popular and powerful, who's going to be brave enough to be like those 80 priests and stand against a powerful and popular ruler? But what should shock us here is this is not merely the unbelieving world overstepping its bounds before God. Uzziah was faithful to the Lord. Uzziah had served the Lord for 50 years, over 50 years as a faithful king. But Uzziah too would overstep his bounds. Uzziah, the pride in his heart led to his destruction. He was unfaithful to the Lord his God. By taking this step, Uzziah had crossed over from serving in the role that God had given him to selfish ambition. We see that today, don't we? It is not merely the, the truth that pride comes before the fall applies to the unbeliever. Pride comes before the fall applies to God's people, too. Consider how many church bodies have suffered because some leader and someone over the church has taken on a role which is not given to them 
a synod president or a church leader or someone who is in charge decides to overreach their authority and by their own ambition destroys the church that they serve. The Roman papacy is not the only one who has overstepped his bounds before God. And what about pastors? They are called to serve their flock, but some of them lowered it over the church. What about those who serve as leaders in their church? Might they take on a position or a role which was not given to them? Did God give it to them? Is their ambition behind godly ambition or selfish pride? And even a head of a household might overstep their role. God has given the head of the household the job of instructing their family in leading them in the word of the Lord. But some, for example, overstep it. This past pandemic season, some heads of household reasoned, well, we don't need our pastor. I can offer the sacrament in my home, even though they still had a pastor. Is this godly ambition? Or is it overstepping the role God has given you and despising others who carry out roles in the church and in God's kingdom? And yes, even a child can overstep their bounds or a son or daughter might turn against their parents. Their parents might belong to a faithful church, but in their choice, that child chooses to leave that faithful church body for another church to do worship their own way. And I can tell you, this is not always done in humility. It's hard for the human heart, for yours and for mine, to remain in the, the bounds of service which God has given us and to not grab for more or in pride take a position which is not given to us. What we see happening here with Uzziah happens with every human heart, every believer overstepping their bounds. Are you a parent? Are you a father? Are you a mother? Are you a daughter? Are you someone who serves in a role in God's church in some capacity? What role has God given you? Sometimes we might step beyond that role and despise those who serve in other roles as we seek to take on everything for ourselves instead of serving in humility. Sadly, what we see here is in pride, someone overstepping a role which God has given and leading to, as in Uzziah's case, destruction. Uzziah, how did he respond when someone rebuked him? He was enraged. You know, I would certainly hope that if someone in, in my church body would overstep their bounds, that I would be brave enough like Amaziah and that I would step up and I would confront them for overstepping their bounds, even if they were popular. And if I ever overstepped my bounds as serving as a shepherd in God's church, I would hope that God would send someone to hold me accountable. Granted, I'm not as popular as many pastors, but would you hold me or another pastor who's popular, would you hold them accountable if they overstepped their bounds of shepherding the flock? And would you respond rightly if someone told you that you were overstepping your bounds 
and taking on more than God would have you take or treading where God would not have you tread? How would you respond? And when he was enraged, you can imagine how he felt when those priests confronted him. How dare you tell me that I can't do what I'm doing? I'm the king. But God responded, and God struck Uzziah with leprosy, so that Uzziah was wanting to quickly leave the temple of the Lord as the priest escorted him out. It is no small thing to take that one step in pride before God. How can we take any step towards our God, nonetheless one done in pride and overreaching the bounds he has set? Uzziah deserved the punishment of the Lord. As well as you and me, we, we deserve God's punishment for every time we have stepped before him and stepped into his presence uninvited and taking on something that was not given to us. We deserve God's punishment. But what we see is our God steps in and he invites us into his presence and grace. You know, everybody struggles with ambition and selfish pride. Even Jesus' own disciples did. We can see that here in Mark chapter 10. As Jesus' disciples were arguing, James and John, about what position they might receive in glory above all the other disciples, trying to take it on, Jesus instructs them as he tells them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them. And their great ones exercise authority over them. But that is not the way it is to be among you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you will be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you will be a slave of all. You want to be first in God's kingdom? Then imagine yourself being the servant of all. You want to be able to approach God in, in ambition. Let your ambition be to serve everyone else. And not to tread where you should not, but to have others tread over you. Jesus describes his service. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Our ambition is to bring ourselves into a position of power and control and to take on what is not ours. Our ambition is to push aside the roles God has given others. But Christ and his ambition was godly and it was in its right place. After all, there was no one like Jesus who could claim to have the right to stand in pride before the Father. There was no one like Jesus who could claim to have a divinely given role to do what he did. But he chose to carry out that role by stepping in the place of sinners and going where none of us would ever desire or choose to go and take that place of punishment that we deserved for all the times we walked in pride. And he took and removed all of his pride and himself came to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the, the Christ that we follow. And just as it's true that pride comes before the fall, so it is true that humility comes before being lifted up. Jesus, who 
took the place of sinners and suffered and died for us, was lifted up in glory. And he holds the divinely given position as head over all, the one who served us all. You see, God chose to become the servant of all so he could invite us into his presence. We could never approach him. We could never take a single step before our God. But he's invited you to serve him. Whether you are serving as a leader in your church, or you are serving as a head of a household or in your family, or you're serving as a Christian friend or mother or father, God's given you that role. You can carry out that role in ambition. But before you overstep your bounds and let that become a selfish pride, remember Christ, who carried out his role and an ambition to serve us all. And when you're tempted to take that, that step too far and go beyond what God has given you, remain content with the role, the divinely given role God has given each and every one of you as you serve him in his kingdom. You know, that man that was shot into outer space on that capsule, when he returned back to earth, he began to poetically describe the experience that he had as he witnessed just how fragile, how frail the human existence is. That we're just one small sliver, one small line away from death that is in outer space to the life that we enjoy here on earth. He was obviously excited to be invited to experience outer space, but it left him humbled, left him thinking, who are we to claim to be anybody or step anywhere in pride? And he, he got that much right. Who are we to approach our God? Who are we to serve him? But our God's ambition was to make us his own and to invite us in his grace to be his servants in his kingdom. And as we serve him now in his kingdom, whatever your role may be, serve him as father, mother, friend, parent, son, daughter, whatever role you have, serve it with the same ambition as Christ.